welcome to Dynastream's podcast, I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friends. I'm here to encourage you today that the battle that you are facing, the the means to fight that battle is prayer, the word of God, the armor of God, because he tells us that we walk in this world, but the battles we're fighting are not with people. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they're mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Some of those thoughts that you're wrestling with, some of those thoughts of darkness, of despair, of doubt, that comes directly from the enemy. And sometimes it's even fed by people. They will be a mouthpiece for the enemy. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, and then you start to feel devalued. You start doubting your own existence. My friend, God knit you together in your mother's womb. He created you with a passion and with a purpose. For the plans that he has for you are good, they're not evil. It's to bring you a hope and a future. And as he brings healing to your life, because no matter how old you are, you've got many years behind you of things that you've done, things that you've seen, places you've gone, things that people have spoken to you, around you, over you. It's amazing how much information has come at you in the years of your life. And the more technology advances, the more the TV and all of these other things around you, no matter where you go in a public place, there's always music playing. Your subconscious hears and receives so much more than you realize. And so as you're fighting these battles, do not give up. Do not give up. God goes before you and fights these battles. He will bring you hope. He will place someone in your path to give you hope. He'll place another person in your your path to encourage you. He'll place another person in your path to give you direction. Because if one person has all the answers, everything you could possibly need, they're taking that place of God. Because you see, God knows exactly what you need. People don't. They have agendas, they have purposes, they have intentions, they have whatever it is. But when you trust God, you go to him in prayer, you go to him in his word. He will bring you refreshment. He will bring you that peace that surpasses all understanding. The battle you are fighting must be fought in prayer. Worshiping the one true God who is able to do far greater than you can think or understand. I come across so many people in my life going, wow, I see how the world can manipulate people, but I also know how God can set people free. There are people who are able to pray and there are things that get set free. And one person says, well, that didn't work for me. That's not the path and the process God has for you. You see, I have seen and experienced different forms of being set free from something. But if people want to set you free, 
that you could be a marketing tool for them. Take another look at that. God doesn't want to use you as a marketing tool for someone. I also had a leader say to me, we hold you with an open hand. God determines when and where he places you. Because if somebody wants to hold on to you for their own you know, purposes or whatever it is, if they can't exist without you, I, I don't know what to say to that one. That I, Yeah. <laughs> but when he said they, they hold me with an open hand, that just gave me such freedom. Because God will bring you to places and through places because he has a purpose and a plan for it. He wants to be glorified in all that you say, all that you do, and all that you are. When people see you, do they see God's presence? Do they see him in you? You may not see it in yourself, but others may see the Christ in you. Even at your worst possible moment, they may see Christ in you, and you're like, what what do they see in me? God is showing them the Christ in you. I had people so into me for many years both my son and I. And all I wanted to show them, and and I just couldn't understand how he could see the good in me. I said, but, 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 and his response was, I don't see that. Because God wasn't showing that person those things. Because God knew I needed to see something deeper in myself than I saw in me. All I could see was the badness I was. Religion will do that to you. Oh, I'm this worthless whatever it is. To God be the glory. Yes, to God be the glory. But if you are a reflection of him and you're condemning yourself, you're condemning who God created you. You're condemning the creation. The true master artist. He created you. He knit you together in your mother's womb. If you're condemning yourself, you're condemning God's work. You are God's work. And though you may think you're a mess... And I was thinking about this the other day. With a little bit of age, it becomes a message. Get through the mess. And there will be a message. You are not a mess. And I, I've seen people declare that over themselves, declare that over their kids. Oh, they're such a mess. And it's usually very arrogant, elitist, um, pompous. I don't even know the words to explain it. But it, there's just a spiritual root to all of that because if you can just display oh yeah you know my family my kids are a mess but we're we're good then other people start declaring that over their kids but then there's a powerful voice some people have powerful voices for God and if you're declaring that over your kids your kids are a mess and then their kids grow up and they hold all the positions and the other kids are taking the brutal reality why because an adult spoke that over them if they can get the voices that God wants to use in this earth to declare who he is and how much he loves, if they can get them to declare bad things, then those bad things exist. Those bad things are declared over. But you know what? The word of God is over everything. The word of God will bring that healing. The word of God will break off those curses. The word of God will break off those evil words that were spoken. Because his desire, he is love. And I know there is the word before the the Old Testament. There's the New Testament. And between the old and the new is Jesus. 
because we couldn't do it for ourselves. We needed a savior to connect the old to the new. That bridging the gap, that that transformation, that what we can't do and how bad or whatever it is, the condemning that we do over ourselves because of the religious wanting to beat us down. Christ came to say, I am your divine connection to heaven to show you who you really are. Let God and his word show you who you really are. Because you are not wrestling with people, the things of the world, or how bad or how evil someone is. It's the darkness that exists. And it will manifest in a person. But what you can look at is, God, I know you see that person differently. But right now, it's really hard to deal with that. And start praying and allow God to show you how to pray. And if what you can do is start with 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Go to verse 3 and read on. For we walk in the flesh, but we do not war according to the flesh. Jesus walked among us, but he didn't war or do things the way the world did. He spit in mud and put it on people's eyes. He Angels stirred waters. Um, burning bushes spoke. Well, that was in Moses' time. But there are ways of God are different. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Some of those thoughts that get in your head are intended to get in your head to distort things, to cause you not to exhibit who God is and how much he loves. So if you're wrestling with that, God has healing. There's a root to it. There's healing for you. And you see, this is some, I've been carrying this in my heart for I know, a little over a week or something. The healing part. The other part I carried for decades. God will use scenarios that you would have never dreamed possible to bring healing. To show you the root of something. And how would he do that? For me, it was in the presence of a courtroom. Go figure. Where most people would fear. I saw God's healing. I saw God's taking what what was over years hidden in my heart that brought me pain, that brought me trauma, all kinds of things that he would use that very courtroom to bring healing. To bring sense to something that made no sense to me. He used a courtroom to show up in ways that I never thought God could bring healing that way. Because I went for prayer and I know prayer works. But then there's the action steps and you're praying for God to heal, to deliver, to set free. And he showed up in a courtroom and he showed me courage. He showed me peace. He showed me the root of something. He showed me the likeness of others. He showed me decisions that were scary and he showed me what is possible with him. He showed me his word in action. So without giving great detail to my scenario and how God used it, what I want to share with you is in the scenario 
How is God speaking to you? God speaks to you in a way that is unique to you. Because if everybody knew it, they could manipulate how God speaks to you. And then you would interpret it as God and you would act on that behalf. And that is the enemy imitating and leading you on a path that is not God's path for you. So knowing how God speaks to you, take that into account. And then as you see the world around you, as you're walking and daily, you know you have to go do something. Even if it's not something you wanted to do, you have to. Maybe you're legally required to, or maybe whatever it is that you have to go do something. Maybe it's just showing up to work, whatever it is. How is God using that particular scenario? You see something familiar going, oh my gosh, this reminds me of, what is that reminder from God's perspective showing you? Is it bringing healing? Did he set that free? Is he reminding you of something that gives you some insight into what's going on? God will use those memories. They're just very quick. He will use the memory like, wow, that was interesting. And sometimes people are just reminding, oh, nice reminder, and they move on. But when God wants to show you something, he wants to heal. If there's a traumatic wound, a trauma in your spirit, not just your will, your spirit. Only God can heal the spirit. I know there's a lot of professional organizations out there, psychology, there's all kinds of different therapies, and they're all taught. And I have a lot of respect for that because they study and there's a whole bunch of study on all of it. But I also know in order to get certified in that is a government certification. And there are government requirements in all of this. But also know that God appoints governing authorities, the magistrates, whether we like it or not. And so there are things that God will put in place. He's going to use it all for his glory. It may not look like it. It may not feel like it. But look for the places God is showing up, how he is healing, what he is revealing to you individually and then collectively There can be healing through the people, among the people, for God's glory. Because remember, it was the religious rulers that caught Jesus, trapped him, whatever it was. It was one of his own trusted that led him out. But remember, the devil led Jesus into the wilderness, or God, I have to read all that again. But he was tempted in the wilderness by the enemy he knew and God knew he was from heaven he could take it but this was his fleshly body that he was walking amongst he knew the pressure to the point where he was sweating blood the pressure was immense in this earthly body he knew and he pushed it as far as he could and even asked God you know take this cup from me but I will walk through the path if this is what you have for me. Not everyone can say that. And actually looks pretty scary. But my friends, there are some paths that you have walked through that others would say, oh my gosh, that was pretty scary. I, 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 wouldn't, I couldn't do that. But you have already walked through it. You have already walked through things that most people would say, I could never do that. 
I don't know how you did that. I don't know how you're doing that. Because God gives you the grace. He gives you the glory. He gives you the strength. He gives you the courage. When he places you in those places, his word says, don't worry about what you will say or what you will speak because he'll give you that word in the time. There's some healing in my life that is still happening, but God would use a courtroom because it was a traumatic event. And it just went from one trauma to another to another that just kept rising up. But it was rooted in fear. And how many times he tells us, do not fear. It's like, well, I was standing in this thing and it, it was really scary. And then you've got to deal with that fear. And it's hard. But God will give you the grace. And sometimes so many things happen and you're like, why couldn't I have walked through that before? Why did I have to? We don't always know the answers. But God will show up in amazing ways to show you he is with you. He's always been with you and he always will be. And when I was going through some tough situations and having to go to court too, I had amazing leaders that would pray over me and they would pray, 2 Corinthians 10.4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. What I needed to do was pray because when I walked into that room, I needed to have the presence of God mightily going before me standing with me and cleaning up after me because he's my rear guard and sometimes I make a mess but it becomes a message and I used to get that people would speak over that to me sometimes I felt like this little tornado that wherever I went there was destruction that's how I felt about myself and I know you see the Tasmanian devil that's how I felt I was when I show up things got bad nobody liked me I just caused problems, that I was just a problem, that why should I even go? I'm just going to bring problems. I bring a mess, and it gets worse. That's what I always thought, that it was my fault. Oh, it's like this because of me, and that if I would remove myself, that it would be okay. It would be better. They would be better off without me. And my friend, that is a lie of the enemy. And if you're thinking that right now, that this world would be better without you, that's a lie. That a place of employment or someplace else would be better without you, that's a lie. If God is leading you someplace else, that is one thing. But better without you, I know there's the story of not Noah, um, Jonah. But he knew, he knew that what he was running from. And he knew they had to throw him over. But he told them to do so. Unless that is God telling you, you need to leave that. You need to do this. God's not going to tell you to destroy yourself. So don't destroy yourself verbally. Don't destroy yourself physically. Don't destroy yourself emotionally, spiritually. Trust God. Even when you think you can't trust him, that's the time to trust him the most. Go to his word. Ask him to lead you. He will lead you and guide you in all truth. He will lead you to scriptures that may not make sense for you. Trust him. I've seen someone open a Bible. He didn't open the Bible, never wanted to. The very verse that he opened it to spoke directly to him. He closed it because he didn't want that. 
and he really didn't want to know God loved him that much. And my friend, there is an enemy that will fight God's love for you. Doesn't want you to experience God's peace. You are worth the fight and there are people praying for you. You may not think prayer works, but it is the mighty warfare of God's kids. That maybe, maybe you don't see them, but there is a mighty army fighting for you. Because when they, God's warriors through prayer, speak to God himself, we don't have to go through an interpreter. We don't have to go through a middleman. We go to God himself. He releases angels of ministry, of protection, whatever angelic things that you need. Heaven coming to your rescue. I don't know what it looks like for you. But God is in the midst of bringing a mighty healing to you, to your loved ones, to your family, whatever it is you need at the deepest, innermost being. God can get to that place where no therapist can, nobody else can. Maybe you have to go into counseling or whatever it is. It's okay. But only God can get to the deepest root of the spirit. Because the spirit is watered by the word of God, is healed by the word of God. And the spiritual elements that God brings in, he will connect something to let you know, I know this is what I did. And I don't know if I can fully explain this, but he showed me a scenario that I thought it was my fault someone's life was destroyed because I was young. I thought it was my fault even though they did something to me. I thought it was my fault But God allowed me to see what he did in that life. He gave me me something that I knew spiritually. God speaking to me saying, I used all things together for my glory and for good and for hope and a future. He gave me that peace and something that traumatized me and terrorized me that God would still use that for his good, for that person's good, and for my healing and deliverance of a traumatic event that no counselor could get to because God wanted to do it. God wanted to show up in ways that only he could and only he can. He wants to do the very thing for you. He will use things that you never dreamed possible. That you never thought God would use to bring healing. Seriously? That's what he used? Uh Uh-huh. He can do it. He will connect it in ways that he speaks to you. It is very unique. It is very personal. With intention. So that no one can imitate it. Because the enemy will certainly try to imitate God. And what he wants wants you to do. Oh, this must be God, so I've got to go do this. And my friend, it will come through church people like that too. They may give a certificate to a mission trip. Oh, wow, I got this. I was considering. Well, they all knew through your prayer. They all knew through what you were talking about. But God will still use it. 
I've seen it happen because they want that person to be humbled. They want that person to go through something and they figure that's the right path because that's what they do. Sometimes the churches can be just as manipulative as a work environment where they're all about corporate. They're all about making the money at the top and using the people at the bottom. But when God steps in and starts doing a healing, he'll use it all. So be in tune with how God speaks to you. And if you don't know how he speaks to you, going, he doesn't speak to me. Yes, he does. He loves you, so he's going to talk to you. He's going to wrap his loving arms around you in ways that are so personal to you. Maybe he brings a remembrance of a child of something that brought you comfort. He may use things like that. He may use verbiage like that. He may use scenarios like that. And sometimes you're sitting and sometimes uses even a butterfly flying by in the midst of our head and seen butterflies in a long time and all of a sudden one will go by. Something random like that. God will bring you hope. Maybe it's a particular animal. Maybe it's a particular color. Maybe whatever it is. That's between you and God. I don't know, but he does. And as you read his word and I encourage you, get in his word and start reading. And if you don't know where, just start in the book of John, the New Testament. Start in the first, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Or start John 3.16. Start there. Start in Corinthians. What is it, first or second Corinthians 13? What is love? Peace. What is the spirit of... Um, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. What is love? The patient. It doesn't boast. It doesn't seek to do evil. Whatever that is. And if you don't know what to look up, just look up um, scripture for love. And, and then go read it up in your Bible. But open your physical Bible so that you're physically reading the word of God. Because you can take that anywhere. Meditate on those things of God. And if you're struggling, maybe you've got to sing a song. Don't just sing a song. Worship with your voice through song. There's a difference. It's your heart, your spirit, connecting directly to the heart of God. And if you're doing that, whatever you sing out loud is being released and it will touch somebody. But mostly, what he does through you, you can't help but have God do something for you as well. But what you do isn't selfishly done. Sometimes it's out of desperation. You're like, I don't know what's going on. And all you can do is worship. And then, for example, and this is just an example to help you understand, when you're crying out, and all you can do is sing a worship song and the song that comes to mind, maybe it's a children's song and that's all that can, that's all that you can do. Do that. This little light of mine, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Maybe that's what you needed to do. Maybe you just released that. 
into the world, someone's going to hear that too. Or maybe someone's singing that and then your spirit received it, gave hope. Maybe there's a child walking by needed that. Maybe somebody walking by needed that song. That was the song that speaks something of God to them. And you're thinking, it was out of desperation. That's all I could do. I remember praying with someone and I could not remember John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I could not remember that truth. And I felt like an idiot. But then what God showed me was that person we were praying for who seemed like they didn't know God. They prayed that very scripture. It needed to come out of that person's mouth. It needed to be spoken by that word for them to defeat the enemy that they were battling. It was God's truth that destroyed what was attacking them. We were just showing up for support. God's people showing up, willing to pray, willing to stand in battle for this person. And they had the courage to speak God's truth out loud. Remember that one, out loud. Speaking his truth out loud is so important in your walk with him. Even if it's just you in your room by yourself with God, there is a victory in that. And I, I've told you many times, when I began to pray, I could not close my eyes in church. I didn't want to bow my head and close my eyes. I felt like people were watching and judging, and it was just it just felt so judgment. And I, I felt like that something would happen if I closed my eyes, that it wasn't safe. And that's what it came down to. I felt like I wasn't safe even in church. So many times in my life, I felt like I wasn't safe. And see, when I encourage you, that this is just as much for me. Because even this morning, I was reading about the psychological safety, my own notes, as I researched that. What that looks like. What does it look like for you to feel safe? Take that to God. Because you may say something, and God will challenge that. Because in that courtroom where God brought such incredible healing, he challenged my convictions. I didn't know how strong my convictions really were for who he is and what he can do until that moment. Those moments when you don't think you can function, you don't think you can do and stand up for what you believe. It's in those moments God is always with you. So my friend, I know this was lengthy, but go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, starting at verse 3, and read that for yourself. What you're battling, what you're struggling with, it's powers and principalities. And remember, God is above all power and principality. All means all, everything. Nothing can be above him. No entity, no thing, no person, no belief, nothing can be above God. He is above all powers, all principalities. And when you can communicate directly with the one who's above it all, he sees. He has a higher perspective. He sees what's going on. And he can communicate and lead and guide you when you go to him 
Listen to him. Let him speak to you. Let him lead you and guide you. Do not give up, and especially do not give up on God. Oh, there were many times I wanted to. I thought, no, God's not with me. He's not for me. This wouldn't have happened. And I really was doubting God. But he says to have no doubt. Do not doubt. Where does doubt come from? The enemy doesn't want you to know, especially doesn't want you to know how loved you truly are. And it's a lifelong journey as you discover how loved you are. I'm seeing so much healing in a place I never would have thought possible, even beyond that courtroom. He's showing me things about people, about situations that nobody knows, nobody knows about. Nobody really knows my struggles. Nobody fully knows your struggles, but God knows. He's been with you through them all. And he will use all things together for his glory. And there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I believe that's Romans 8.1. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you are feeling condemned, if you are feeling uh, yourself condemning yourself, you are in Christ. What does he say about you? That you are loved. You are his and you keep going into his word. Don't just listen to what somebody else is telling you. God wants to lead you in his word to what he thinks about you, what he says about you. Because there's something powerful as you pursue. Start in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. God will lead you to where he needs you to go. But open that book. Start there. You may not even end up reading that. But by you opening his word, heading someplace, he can navigate you to something that will speak directly to your spirit that you needed and nobody knew anything about it, but God does. He knows what you need. He knows how to get you there. And be blessed by a God who loves you more than you could ever dream possible, more than you could ever imagine possible. And now I'm going to have to look up that scripture again, far more than you could ever imagine his love for you, remember, extended on the cross. His son died for you. As far as the east is to the west, he has forgiven your sins. And maybe that's what you really needed out of all of this. You are forgiven. Let God bring that truth to light for you. You are forgiven. And may his love for you just pour out over you and his peace that surpasses all understanding. And more importantly, may the God of all creation bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page, at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there.